Roll it. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dye here along with Jeremy Smith and Blessing Mbofu. And wow, here we are still still under some quarantine with COVID. Some are not. Um, there's been talks of some of it coming back um, because of, of uh, science and, and those kind of things. Um, during this time, there has been a lot of churches that have moved to streaming for their services, uh, whether it be, you know, Facebook Live or streaming services they already have in place or those that they baked up at the last minute. And the real question I think a lot of us are starting to have is, you know, how long how long is this sustainable? And the effects of streaming fatigue are are seemingly becoming a reality. So I, I think there are a few people, well, not people, people per se, but like churches that have been in, on the spectrum. So depending on where your church has found itself, I think that, uh, you know, this, this becomes interesting for two reasons. One day churches that have been streaming just as, Hey, we've got a service now we're streaming, you know, we're just streaming that. And then you've got churches where, um, they had nothing going on and now, and they've had to do that. And so I don't, I think, there are very few churches I can think of that were just online completely. Um, so I've, I was talking to a few friends, um, different parts of the world. And one of the things that they're saying is that around the six, seven week mark of the crisis, they started seeing a bit of a dip in terms of, um, you know, just energy of the, uh, the teams churning out uh, the content and being involved in production and, also people just engaging online uh i think i think i'm also tired <laughs> yeah you know i don't know what jeremy's at you know sean was talking in the back channel talking about you know he has got four smaller children and it can it can become difficult it's not um as engaging um there there are a lot of you know pipe taking the the format that is a church service and broadcasting it um there's a lot to be lot to be desired how, how are you feeling about it, Jeremy? Yeah, so for me, my job is literally to do counseling over the phone instead of in person. So my, I know for you, Eric, your job has literally been doing stuff online, right? And for, yeah, yeah. For me, it's 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 samezies. Yeah, your life, no change as for you me. Yeah. said is yeah. ultimately life has really changed that much. Little things, exactly. Um, and so. In, in some regards, I think that that's like just I've had to figure it out. And so that's been exhausting. Um, but the actual doing stuff online and being introverted, like I, I see all these youth pastors and um, worship pastors and they're just exhausted. Like for them, extrovertedness is a huge piece of why they do so well in ministry for me to go out and to shake a hundred people's hands, which now sounds awful, but to shake a hundred people's hands and to go to middle school. <laughs> do you remember when? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, but all that was just like tons of energy in socialization. And I would literally come home and be like, okay, I, I'm like, I'm drained. I'm going to play some video games that are mindless and go, do nothing else for these people that are extroverted and doing all these webcams. That's how they are that they're drained by trying to have very intentional one-on-one -on -one small group 
conversations and not able to figure out how to do that socialization. Like they're literally, some of the youth pastors are literally finding ways to go for a run so they can run by students' houses, have conversations on the other side of the yard, put posters in their the kids' yard saying, hey, we love you and praying for you, buying stuff to give a reason to be able to go and see them and talk to them. Like they're doing all these things, but it's still really just one-on-one. And, and so I have to think a lot of the youth pastors that are extroverted probably are dying a little bit inside with just everything going on. For me personally, I'd be like, oh no, I have to do one-on-one conversations. Like I'm, I'm leading a mental health small group and I don't have exhaustion of doing webcams, but for me to just have these like um, small groups on that, not a problem. I, I love it. Um, but at the same time, it's helping me in my wheelhouse. So I'm, I'm sick of like the web stuff that's that's annoying but the actual like one-on-one conversations or the small groups doesn't bother me at all yeah absolutely and I, and I think and we've hinted on it or you've talked about it previously you know what is the real draw there's so much so much focus put on let's take the constructs of the sunday service and turn it into a, a broadcast and then that will be church when in actuality even despite the fact that so much time is spent on what is the established quote unquote church service, the real value is the smaller slice, and that is the interaction um, with other people. You know, the before and the after. Um, maybe you know during the week Bible studies when you again have that those touch points where you can kind of hang out and 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 be around one another. And when you remove those things, what's left is not something that. Um, is really driving the church. One could even argue really isn't even the church. And so I, I, th- I feel like that, that streaming fatigue is, is not only a very real thing, but it's, it's there for multiple reasons. So you can't just, you know, change the format, change one or two elements to, um, to fix the problem. It might give you a little bit more life to your stream um, to maybe last a little bit longer, but I feel like there needs to be a deeper look in re-engineering to the church and its functionality beyond that atypical church service. Um, so I'm looking at some of my friends um, who I think, I don't know if it's to compensate for not, uh, uh, you know, not seeing in person some of my friends uh, who are pastoring and leading churches one of the things that they seem to be that some have done is sort of gone. I don't know if it's pressure or they just feel they need to keep churning stuff. And that's like, uh, in some instances, almost on a daily basis, you know, and um, it's not just the presentation on screen. It's not just hitting record or go live. It's you have to prepare. You have to, it draws out of you, um, you know, and I'm wondering if maybe we need to be, um, it, you know, helping people to go offline, maybe just giving them tools and, and mechanisms to just disconnect and go offline somehow um, as well. I, I, I don't think this is healthy. Yeah, I, I think part of the problem is that the the construct of the church before this was not necessarily or arguably not in a healthy place. And this is simply accentuating that toxicity. There's this, this center that the, the, the church leader must create and provide all sustenance, fellowship, whatever it may be. They are the center of that. When in actuality, it's, it's the people and it's the relationships. Well, that's where the real value of the church is, is the community, not the devotional. But the community, and if you if you didn't have it before 
COVID, you're not going to have it after COVID. And so creating that when it's, you know, when we're already here, that's going to be difficult. Um, but that doesn't mean that, you know, all hope is lost. Certainly use this as an opportunity to reflect and figure out how, how do we create a forum for fellowship? How can that be done online? How can we, how can we promote that? I don't have, I wish I had the answers on that. Um, that's really not, I guess, the part of this podcast. I think the, the real focus on, on this particular episode is that streaming, online content creation, these are not sustainable things. And so we just want to urge church leaders, whomever, to really think about that. Is this sustainable? I, I think it's clear that it, that it's not. So we need to think. Go ahead, Jeremy. I would say it's foolish to try to give it an answer too, though, because that's true. Denominations yeah, that's true. and church culture, yeah. and e- even trying to come up with an answer for this is going to exclude people even within a specific church. So I think that that's, that's something to note too. I liked what you said as far as engage with people because I'm looking at this and like I'm a part of several youth ministry groups and it's not my job to sit there and to cause a ruckus because man there was like a three-week period in there for some other groups where they were just like biting each other like legit people were leaving the group because they were angry at each other of you should wear a mask you shouldn't wear a mask you you can't i can't believe you are or are not supporting this president's um, that this is all a big hoax and how dare you open the church or not open the church and just so much backbiting. It was, it was awful. But all that being said, there was so much focus on all the other stuff. Like the whole idea of when you get into ministry, even like the church tech stuff, we talk about like, do you have the right switches? Do you have the right camera? Do you have the right streaming? But none of that matters if you don't have a good presentation and a person that's going to be able to stand up there. Right. But we don't think about any of that stuff because we're focused on all the other stuff. We don't think about that relational connection. And and I think it is true. Like what I had someone just like two weeks ago asking like, what should I do as far as zoom? Like what's the best way to set this up? two weeks ago, like we've been at this for three and a half months. What have you been doing for three and a half months? Like just now they're committing to doing zoom online as people are going back into churches. And so they're just missing this whole idea of, I need to do it this way. And if I can't, I'll just put it on hold for a little while. We'll just kind of sit back and they're not willing to figure out how to adapt the gospel for the sake of their community. And, And it's not about how you do it. Like if we had to now and forever let go of the way we did youth ministry could God still be taken to the teenagers? The answer is obviously yes. But why is it that we hold on to these idols, these youth ministry calves that we have? Yeah, um, I recently read read something that was talking about how the the current pandemic is an accelerator. Um, it accelerates all sorts of things in the world, whether it be financial disparity, politics, whatever it may be has put a strain and accelerated the evolution of these constructs. And so I think that that is one thing that we are, we are really seeing um, in the church as well. It is taking, it has taken what had already been the current direction of a church and propelled it even faster. And so um, if anything, keeping that in mind, you know, if you feel like things are moving in a way that feels not good, then thinking of it in that context, not to cause alarm and panic, but it should cause a, a, an intentional, a drive for intentional change in the direction that you're going. Was that clear? 
it's hard to talk about some of these things without being too specific because because specifics. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing of trying to speak into everything all at one go, right? Um, some things end up as clear as mud. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, um, yeah, it's it's gonna be a challenge. Um, oh, here, here, here. Let me sum it up. Let me sum it up. If you're having an oh crap moment about how things are going, and you're hoping that things will quote unquote go back to normal so you can get quote unquote back on track that's not going to work or happen if you are moving if if things are not going well then consider your navigation because there's no going quote unquote back to normal and the trajectory that you were going on being an accelerator pushed you further down the road than you normally would have been so you fast forward 10 years guess what your direction that you were going was the wrong way so please correct or it's over there that was a little bit more direct was that better blessing there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a little better yeah. thank you i think uh, yeah yeah i think that was a little better <laughs> <laughs> Send us an email, podcast at churchmag. And if you leave us a review on iTunes, we'll be sure to share it on an upcoming episode. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. 